You want recruiting news? We have it today on our show. We're going to talk football recruiting and basketball recruiting. So if you want to get caught up for the future of both programs, this is an episode you will not want to miss. Make sure you listen to the rest of Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Thank you all for listening. On today's show, we are going to dive into college basketball recruiting. We're going to dive into college football recruiting. So if you are, you know, looking forward to finding out about BC football in their future, basketball in their future, this is the episode for you. But before we get into that, I want to thank each and every one of you who makes Locked On Boston College one of your first listens every morning. Last week, we've had, what, five weeks of college football? I think three or four of those weeks, we have had record growth. Last week, I got a commendation from our boss that we had our biggest week ever. And I want to thank you, the listeners, because you keep coming back and you keep listening to our show. Thank you so much. It's a bye week. There's not a lot to talk about in terms of football. I mean, I could could dive into analysis if you wanted to. But for this episode, we're going to take a step back. We're going to look at recruiting because this is one of the topics that you, the listeners, keep requesting. So here we go. We're going to start with basketball because basketball has been the most active over the last couple weeks. Now, a few weeks ago on Locked On Boston College, we talked about Donald Hand Jr., a commitment that Boston College landed. He was a top 100 recruit uh, by 247 Sports. He's a combo guard, 6'5", out of Virginia, who committed to Boston College over some really good programs. There was some excitement about that. Then, about a week or so later, they added Chaz Kelly, another 6'5 guard, who was known in the college ranks as being a very good defensive guard. And he's from Pennsylvania, originally from Texas. Uh, He committed to Boston College. Again, good news. And then, out of nowhere, at least from where I'm sitting... Prince Agibi, I think I got his name right. I'm sorry, Aligbi, out of Minnehaha Academy in Minneapolis, Minnesota, committed to Boston College on Friday. And why is this a big deal? He's a 6'6 power forward, 215 pounds, Minneapolis, Minnesota, took Boston College over offers from California and Ohio State. He's a four-star as well. According to Rivals, he's he's a top 100 recruit. He's not on 247, but, you know, one service has him as a top 100. So, you're looking at this recruiting class and already you're saying, wow, Earl Grant has Boston College, you know, just starting in the right direction because you just got to remember, you look at the past recruiting classes, you looked at what Jim Christian and Steve Donahue did and yeah, there was always the Jairus Hamilton. There was, you know, the occasional um, DeMar Langfords, but on the class itself would be like DeMar Langford and maybe a few other players that just never worked out. You know, Chris Heron Jr. or Vin Baker Jr. Just guys that were not ACC caliber. You look at where Boston College basketball is recruiting right now and you have a you have a class that's in the top 25 on 247, which is light years better than what Christian could do. And you have three guys, three guys that are going to immediately contribute and are high-level guys. I saw someone, I think it might have been the 247 guys, saying this, what Jim Christian, oh, sorry, it's Adam Finkelstein, I think they said it. He commented that what Earl Grant has done is bring three really exciting, athletic, high-upside guys that he can build. Now, you, you, you hear the term high-upside athletic, 
and the guys that you can build within the program. For me, that brings up thoughts of Al Skinner. And, and he mentioned on their defense too. It sounds like, for me, what Earl Grant is trying to replicate, and remember his mentor right now is Al Skinner, is Al Skinner's program. And if you're a Boston College fan, that has to get you excited because Al Skinner, you know, he didn't do it all. He didn't get the team to where it needed to be, but he's been the best that thing that Boston College basketball has had in 40 years. And he's going to do, if that's what Earl Grant's going to do, if he's going to recruit to that level, he's going to be successful. You see all the the videos of how much he's hammering defense, how much he's working on that gritty mindset I think Earl Grant's going to be successful. And I just, as a reader and listener, you get guys like Hand, Kelly, and Aligby, and you see where this program can go. You add that in to Gianni Thompson, to uh, DeMar Lankford, and all of a sudden you have a very good base for a program that could could battle in the ACC in the future. They're not, they may not win it. But they'll be in the middle of the pack, and that's good enough to get you into the to the tournament. That's good enough to possibly be a top 25 team. Amen. Keep doing what you're doing, Earl Grant. I believe he has one more spot left in this class. Now, the name that keeps popping up is Luke Hunger, who is a 6'10 power forward center from uh, Western Massachusetts. He's got a ton of offers. I know he was just at Miami last weekend. He's a name that you might want to watch for because then you, you your class would be complete. You bring in two guards, a, a winger forward, and a center. There you go. You had Demar Langford to that, Gianni Thompson. You've got a good core. Now I want you as fans to listen to one thing though. There, the excitement's on the trail right now, and I I I can feel it. I can see the change in the program immediately for, under Earl Grant. There's an energy and an aura already starting to build that severely lacked under Christian and and Steve Donahue. But just remember, and I think it was Brevin Galloway even said it on Twitter, it might take a little time. I am not expecting Boston College to be super competitive this year. You know, you've got some guys, and maybe there'll be there'll be some fun players on that team. I, I think, you know, Jaden Zachary and Galloway could be fun, but will they be successful? I don't think so. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near the tournament. But you know what? They take a baby step this year. Maybe they they get out of the basement of the ACC. They get out of that Tuesday in uh, in uh, Charlotte or wherever they play the ACC tournament, and they get themselves up a little bit. Then you bring in all this new class, and all of a sudden now you're built. You're you're, you're ready for 2022, and that's where Earl Grant could be successful. And I think we just need to give him that time. Don't don't crap all over this team this year just give it a chance just i know it's going to be frustrating to watch sometimes but i think they're they're building something you got to give it a time give it a little time okay don't give me the pathetic stuff i that's my favorite bc word i was saying that the other week um is the is the term pathetic it comes out all the time just give it some time it's a developmental program right now it's going to take a little bit but i think earl grant's on his way to getting bc basketball where it needs to be so that's our talk about basketball. In a moment, we're going to talk about football. But 
You know what? We're talking about football. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season. As always, Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome back to Locked On Boston College. Thank you all for listening and thank you for making Locked On BC your first listen every morning. We appreciate it. If you have not done so already, find us on whatever podcast app you're listening to. Hit that subscribe button. And if you could, your homework right now for me is to go on youtube.com, find Locked On BC and hit that subscribe button. It takes you 10 seconds and I promise you it will make a big difference on this podcast. Now, let's talk about football recruiting. This is this is like the most popular topic that I ever talk about here. I could I could just tell you all the basics and everyone would be clamoring over this. I get the most hits when I talk about recruiting. So if you have not already listened so listen to, I've had, I think, six recruits that have committed to Boston College on this show over the past week. We've had a couple weeks. We've had Noah Clifford, CJ Klingscales. We've had Quan Williams, Sione Hala, and uh, Edwin Kalange all on the show. And hopefully we're going to have another one tomorrow. Um, I hope you've listened. I hope you enjoyed that. Just go back if you want more like in-depth recruiting interviews. Go back to our Thursday episode from each week and find our our interviews. We have a segment interview every week with a recruit. You're not going to find this on any of the podcasts, so I hope you enjoy those. But this is just to talk about BC's recruiting class in general because SI All-American this week released their top 25 um, rec- team recruiting rankings. And Boston College has been consistently on that list every month. This month, they were number 14, which which they've only dipped a little bit. But I think what was important was that SI All-American noted that BC hasn't uh, landed any new recruits, but they also haven't lost any recruits. And I think that's important. I think the kids that Boston College are targeting are BC guys. These are guys that want to be at Boston College. These are guys that are learning about the culture and are totally in. Now, if you've listened and seen my stuff on BC Bulletin, and it's under our premium section, which I encourage you to join. It's only a dollar. You get direct access to me. You can ask me questions during the game. I'm all about it. So check that out. But um, one of the things that I've talked to these recruits is once they get on campus, once they meet Jeff Halfley and this staff, it's like a game changer for them. They're like totally bought in. They feel the 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 brotherhood of this group, the the connectedness that you don't get in other programs. So that has been a big big thing because one of the things that we're waiting for and it hasn't happened with this class are the decommitments from Boston College. And I hate to say it, but it's inevitable. They're going to happen. And as much as you don't want to see it happen and you don't want to rip Halfley, because I know some of you just like immediately your gut reaction is, why didn't BC keep him? But what I noticed, what I'm seeing is these kids are staying right now. I don't see a ton of new offers to these recruits. I see them really kind of sticking with BC. And I think that's a testament to BC's ability to not only target the right kids, but get them locked in and staying with Boston College. So they have the number 14 class. I still think they're going to be a top 25 recruiting class. And this will be one of Boston College's top recruiting classes 
since Jeff Jagosinski and Tom O'Brien because they've brought in so many top end talents and the stars may not um, re- accurately reflect some of it because like Joseph Griffin is a four star, but he is a guy that, you know, could easily be a four or five. He's going to be a top end wide receiver for BC. Like you're looking at Jaden Williams out there who was totally under the radar, but you put him out there, Lewis Bond, who's also a freshman and then Joseph Griffin. And all of a sudden you have an exciting uh, wide receiver core. And Ishmael Zamore, another local kid, uh, will add that. You're going to have a great wide receiver group. And I think I've talked a little bit about it, but watch out for the running backs in this class too. We had CJ Klingscales on our show. He's a running back from Buford, Georgia, who is, you know, they're all smaller wide uh, running backs. They're not the size that you see. Even with um, Pat Garwo, it's not the same. These kids are smaller. They can, they're can. they a multi-threat wide receiver. I mean, a running back that can catch the ball in the flat. They're going to do a lot of different things. And so where does the recruiting class go from here? They've got a spot or two left. I'm not sure what BC is going to do. Now, I think the staff is kind of expecting that there might be a flip or two, and I haven't heard any rumbling, so I couldn't even tell you who that's going to be. But I think they're still looking at some guys that are recruited elsewhere. Maybe they're going to find someone that sees what Boston College is doing on the television and say, or or and in the stadium and saying, hey, I want to be part of that. And they flip them. We saw it with CJ Burton. We've seen them do it before. Maybe BC can grab a late flip. And there's names that go along. And unfortunately, I'm not going to just give them out. Um, right now because I'm not even sure if they're correct or not. So keep your eyes open. I think there'll be a flip or two to BC later on, but maybe Boston College sits on what they have right now and goes into the offseason, you know, looking at grad transfers that they can use to plug and play where they have a gap because it just happens every year for every team. So maybe there's a a transfer that they want to add as well. But I I just have to say, Jeff Halfley is doing an incredible job with the Boston College is making waves around the country in terms of getting into doors that they haven't been part of before, and that's all on the coaching staff, so credit to Jeff Hafley and his staff. Now, in a moment, we're going to dive into the news from around Boston College over the last couple days, get into some of the conversations about things that we haven't yet talked about, and kind of wrap up a few loose ends. But let's uh, chat about Prize Picks. Prize Pick is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offer all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever heard of. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. And they have a special deal right now. If you go to Prize Pick and make a deposit up to $100, they will match that if you use promo code LOCKED ON. All you do is just pick two to five players and an over and under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They'll, they allow mixed entries, so you could pick um, Xander Bogarts and Jalen Brown, and you can win on that. Using the award-winning app or the on Apple, uh, the App Store on Apple or Google Play, just download it now. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Prize Pick is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Just make sure you head on over to Prize Picks. Use promo code Locked On or go to your App Store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Now, if you know me, you know I am a huge fan of Built Bars. They're 100% covered in chocolate. And right now, they have the limited time of flavor uh, cookie dough chunk, which is my absolute favorite. I have two boxes in my garage. 
I go to them in my afternoon drive home. They give me the energy I need because they are loaded with protein. You get one and it has 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs. You are not going to beat that. And maybe Cookie Dough is not your style. They have nine original flavors including coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double uh, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. And if you don't know which one of those you want to try, get the mix box. They give you two of each and you can figure out which one's your favorite. Now just head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College. Thank you all who listen and make this part of your daily routine. Now let's jump into the news. Now I want to say I've moved the news to the end of the show because I want to get into the, like the more exciting stuff at the beginning. So hopefully you're still listening to uh, get your news. We're going to put this at the end of the show to kind of give you some of the, the littler things that are going around on campus, whether it's with a football team or anything from up to volleyball to golf. I want to give you all the news that's going on with BC sports. So first of all, let's go with hockey. Hockey had their first exhibition, first and only exhibition game last week against AIC. Um, and they won four to one. So they start off their season this week against um, in the icebreaker challenge in Worcester. So check that out for hockey. Um, you know they're they're ranked in the top ten in the country. They're I think third in pre rankings for hockey East. We'll have to see where this program goes because they lost a lot of talent. Alex Newhook and you know Spencer Knight have all on, went on to the pros. They're going to have to reload and some new names are going to have to pop up for this hockey program. So we'll have to wait and see how they do. But they're going to start up. It almost feels like winter because hockey's right around the corner. In terms of football news, for those of you that are out there that are excited about kickoff times, next week, NC State game, the game on Friday, is going to be a 7.30 start on Saturday. I know many of you love night games and Believe me, when I was younger, I loved them too. This is going to be a night game at BC. It's a second straight night game for Boston College football. You know, they played that night game last week against Clemson, but this one's at home. So, I, you know, the tailgating will be crazy. And I, I all, you know, BC is BC in terms of their home field advantage. But Alumni Stadium has a special aura about it at night. Uh, you know, there's been special games like the UNC game, a uh, USC game, the game against Florida State a couple years ago, Miami. They've won some big night games in the past. Could this be another one? Because NC State is four and one. They beat Clemson. They're both coming off bye weeks, but Alumni Stadium is going to be very, very loud. I think, and I, I'm expecting them to be coming close to their second straight sellout for BC, which says a lot about the shape of this program. But it's a 7:30 start, and if you are a Comcast subscriber, I'm sorry, but it's on the ACC network. So if you're in the Massachusetts area, head on over to Alumni Stadium to watch this game because you're not going to get get to watch it at home. Or if you're not. Or if you're in, you know, further away from BC that you don't want to drive, find yourself a bar or a friend's house that has YouTube TV or something else, Direct TV or whatever, so you can watch the game because it's a it's on Comcast and the ACC and Comcast have not figured it out yet. So unfortunately, that's going to happen. Um, it's going to be an exciting game. So check us out next week as we kind of wrap, you know, get up to that game because. BC against Clemson was big, but BC against NC State's also big too because they're two four and one teams. BC could honestly get themselves into contention for the ACC Atlantic title with a win against NC State. So it's a big game for the Eagles. And finally, I want to introduce our new listener 
call line. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a phone number and I'll give it to you right now and I'll put it in the description so you don't lose it. But we're going to have our phone number that you can call and leave text messages that will be read on the air if I decide they're good enough. And that number is 781-479-2217. So plug that into your phone right now. Again, 781-479-2217. That's our BC, Locked On BC number. We'll be having fe- featured calls like uh, our friend Pat, who left us this message. Hey, AJ, this is Pat calling from Florida. Um, yeah, last night's game was tough. It was a tough game to watch, tough pill to swallow, but I'm feeling good about this team. I'm usually pretty pessimistic. I probably drive a lot of people on the Discord channel crazy, but I'm going to be optimistic this time. I'm happy about the team. I thought the defense looked phenomenal. I was really critical of the D-line early on, you know, the Temple and UMass games, and I eat crow. They looked awesome last night. The linebackers looked fantastic as well. Coach Tem and Coach Half are building an unbelievable defense right in front of our eyes. I'm all in on this. The secondary won their battles against four- and five-star recruits. This is a special team we have. We had some offensive issues, which were due to a hostile environment. But, man, I couldn't be more proud of this team, the way they fought and uh, had the opportunity to win it. Sometimes these don't go our way, and it is what it is. But I'm really happy the team showed. I think they can regroup from this, beat NC State. If you can't tell, I'm still a little still a little razz from last night's game. But, yeah, we've got a big game against NC State in two weeks. We need our coaching staff to adjust. I'd like to see Garwo get a lot of carries. I'd like to see the O-line manhandle that NC State D-line. It's at home. I'm liking everything. I'm liking the way the ACC is looking. Let's go run. Let's go run the table the rest of the year. And let's make a BCS for, uh, yeah, old BCS game. Let's go to the Orange Bowl. I believe this team can do that. Thanks for taking my call. Go BC. So you can do that too. If you want to, we're going to do sections where we'll have you on the show. I'm not going to do it live because I do this show in pieces at times. It's impossible for me to time it out. Um, but I want to include you on the show. So if you want to get a text message on, if you want to be part of the show as well, you just need to hit us up at 781-479-2271 and be part of Locked On Boston College. Thank you all. On tomorrow's show, we're going to probably scrap football for at least the majority of the show. And we're going to dive into basketball. Basketball is just a couple of weeks away. And I'm going to give you a full preview of the roster and where BC basketball is. And I'll give you a little bit of a perspective on where the team could be going in 2021. So make sure you listen to tomorrow's show. Now, remember, we are on YouTube. Make sure you find Locked On Boston College on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. It doesn't cost you a cent to do so, and it helps our podcast. If you're on Apple iTunes, leave us a uh, five-star review and a description of why you like Locked On Boston College. And I want to thank every one of you who has listened. We'll be back tomorrow. You can follow me on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC or Locked On BC for the show's podcast uh, Twitter handle as well. Thank you all, and we'll see you again soon. Take care, everyone.